0: I'm Leah and it's Old Fashioned Friday. We're talking about Wisconsin's signature cocktail, all the best watering holes, and small town, big hearted living. Pull up a chair and let's get started. Hi there, I'm Leah. This is Old Fashioned Friday. I'm so glad you found me floating among the vast sea of podcasts that are out there. What you can expect on Old Fashioned Friday is a few stories about Wisconsin's favorite cocktail, the Old Fashioned. Stories about people who love the Old Fashioned cocktail. A recipe every week, I promise. And other interesting stories along the way. Today, we're going to be digging into why everyone claims to be an expert everyone's an expert these days, right? Headlines today are filled with experts say this, according to health experts that it's everywhere. Everyone claims to be an expert. Dictionary.com defines an expert as a person who has a special skill or knowledge in some particular field. Now, I don't claim to be an expert about old fashions. I do know more than the average person, I would gather. I love how they taste. I love making them for other people. One of our friends is still talking about the drink I made for him over a month ago now. Local bars are actually trying to recruit me. Huh, (laughs) maybe I am an expert. Stick around today as I talk about some experiences I've had with some so-called experts. Now you probably can't see my air quotes when I say so-called expert. You'll just have to imagine them. Thanks for joining me today for Old Fashioned Friday, episode 12. (music) Would you believe there are 1.7 billion websites in the world? 600 million blogs, 2.6 million podcasts. That's a lot. That's a lot of soapboxes, isn't it? A lot of pedestals people have put themselves on. Now, I should talk. I know. Yep. Yep. Got a podcast. I hear you. I understand. 2.6 million podcasts. 600 million blogs where people can pretty much say whatever they want to whoever will listen. And it just, I'm sure I've made, I'm sure I've made mistakes. I will make mistakes. Yes. But boy, sometimes people put some, put a post out there and it's like, you're so wrong. You're so wrong. All right. Judgmental much, Leah? Wow. Okay. So um, pretty much the whole episode's going to be that. So just hang on, I guess okay so quite a few years ago now like right at the beginning of pinterest i don't know how long pinterest has been around but um there was a pin that i was looking at for homemade granola bars and you know you you go to their you click the link you go to their blog it's some lifestyle blogger or recipe blogger you know god bless them they're making a living I understand. So, and picture after picture after picture of whatever. I'm looking for granola bars. I want the granola bar recipe. And it says homemade from scratch granola bars is the promise. That's the promise of the pin. And I, I finally get to the recipe. And after scrolling and scrolling and scrolling deep down, deep into the page, I finally get to the recipe. And one of the ingredients... In the homemade granola bars? Okay, like chocolate chips and, you know, honey or syrup, cranberries, nuts, whatever. One of the ingredients is granola. So her homemade from scratch granola bars, we're starting with granola, not oats. Okay, I want to make, if I'm going to the trouble of making something from scratch, and we're saying it's from scratch, like, let's start with the oats. Should we, shall we? so these homemade granola bars, the base ingredient was a box of granola. I'm, I'm sorry that, that doesn't, that doesn't work for me. Um, there was another, another, uh, Pinterest blogger person that she was talking about painting countertops and I, yeah, I know, right. Painting countertops. And she had photos and just lots and lots of words about and instructions about how they painted these countertops, you know, to make them look like granite or or whatever they they were painting their kitchen countertops. And somebody asked in the comments a specific a specific question about it, and she actually had to admit it wasn't even her house; it was his, her mother's house. And then it was someone that they had paid to do it. Like she didn't even do it's like a DIY blogger, and she didn't even do it. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know what do we got? 600 600 million bloggers out there. I yeah, okay. So, another example of of these air quote experts. So, we bought an older camper. I think I talked about it a few episodes ago. We're uh, fixing it up. and needed new tires and new brakes and it's pretty old, so it's dated inside. So, I've been working on, you know, replacing hardware and stuff like that. So, to to make it look more up to date. I'm doing some research so I'm interested in the peel and stick backsplash tiles just to do a little bit behind the stove. Okay, I think that's an appropriate use for a peel and stick backsplash tile. And I find this this blogger, you know, DIY quote expert blogger, and she has used these self-adhesive sticky tiles in her shower, in her actual shower in the house adhesive sticky tiles now okay if you know us we, we just finished a big addition to our house and i tiled i've tiled two bathtubs bunch of tile floors entryways fireplace pad like i've done a lot of ceramic tiling um, again not an expert just you know learned enough to do it myself it looks great lots of hard work whatever so this lady is putting self adhesive peel and st- Stick backsplash tiles in their shower, and these things cost like ten dollars a square foot. Like you could, I just you could, you could tile like almost hire somebody to do the tiling for less money than buying these peel and stick tiles and putting them in your shower. And she's like, oh, they're holding up we don't use it very much and we just wipe it down when we're done and and it's sticking. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, good luck what your backer board's going to look like when you peel that off finally. I don't know. I don't know. So just please, maybe if there's a lesson today, it should be, you know, be your own fact checker. We hear a lot about fact checkers these days. Be your own fact checker. Like if somebody tells you it's okay to put Peel and stick vinyl backsplash tiles in a shower. Just maybe double check that. That that's the lesson of today. Be your own fact checker. Use your own common sense. Don't rely a hundred percent on what someone says on the internet just because they say they're an expert. All right. I'm remembering now that this is a that this is a podcast about alcohol. <laughs> so Let's get to some examples about some drink experts out there. So this one kind of got me in trouble a little bit. There was, it was an old fashioned and it was supposed to be a smoked old fashioned. And so what this um, blogger did was take one spirit and pour it into the glass, swish it around a little bit, dump that out, and then made the old fashioned in it. So that you just got a little essence of this smoky flavor of the first spirit in the drink. A very good idea. I think it's a very good idea. And I wanted to, I was looking, I was researching uh, smoked old fashions. So that was, that's one way to achieve a smoky flavor. Not technically smoking the drink, but a way to achieve a smoky flavor. And it really was intriguing to me. So the whole time in her blog, she's saying she did this, she added an Irish whiskey. That's what she started with an Irish whiskey. It was called LeF LeFroig. I had to Google how to pronounce it, because again, I'm not an expert. LaFroig. Let me see. Lafroig. Okay. L-A-P-H-R-O-A-I-G. Lefroig. So I go into our local liquor store and ask for Lefroig Irish whiskey. And the the owner kind of gives me a look and he's like, what what are you looking for? And I, I think I'm all that, right? Because I, I Googled how to pronounce Laphroaig, so I know I'm pronouncing it correctly. And so I pull it up online and I show him what, you know, how it reads. And he's like, oh, he says, that's a scotch. So, so this lady in the blog is talking about her Laphroaig Irish whiskey and Laphroaig is a scotch. And apparently if you know Laphroaig, like, you know, it's a scotch. So I felt like a total idiot, total idiot at the liquor store. It's a scotch. So then he, yes, they have it. So he points out where it is on the shelf. This is, okay, you guys, this is an $80 bottle of scotch, an $80 bottle of scotch. And this quote expert whose blog I'm reading told me to put it in the glass, swish it around and throw it out. That's what she says, discard, discard the $80 scotch, not Irish whiskey, scotch, $80 scotch, swish it around the glass, dump it out, and then make your old fashioned. I mean, this is like heresy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Needless to say, I did not follow that recipe. I also did not spend $80 on Laphroaig. Maybe someday I will. Oh my goodness. So again, let's be our own fact checkers. I thought, I thought I was. I thought I was by looking it up, but I missed that Laphroaig is a Scotch, not an Irish whiskey. And and I feel like if you've published a blog, like maybe you ought to know that. Now again, I'm sure I've made mistakes. Yep. Uh-huh. Just on my high horse today. That's that's what today's about. You've got to watch who you follow, right? Watch who you listen to. Anyone can claim to be an expert these days. Hey, even fact check me. That's what I'm telling you. Whether it's a recipe, DIY tips, or something more important, like do your research. Do your own research. So speaking of research, I was researching a chocolate old-fashioned. I told you we would get to the drink. I promised. So I was researching, um, trying to find a recipe for a chocolate old-fashioned. And this this example isn't as, as extreme. Okay, so this chocolate old fashioned, oh, it's a beautiful drink, a beautiful drink. But what this, but what this blogger had us do was make the drink in your rocks glass, and then, t- okay, she didn't want to, she didn't want to rim the glass with chocolate. Okay, the the glass is rimmed with chocolate. Just a little heads up there. Okay, just a little preview. So. She didn't want to rim the glass with chocolate and then muddle the drink inside because she thought that would be too messy. Instead, she made the drink in the rocks glass and then very carefully, apparently, took the bottle of chocolate syrup and traced the, the top of the glass, dripping the chocolate sauce onto the glass. Now, she does say air. Try to get it on the inside of the glass, not the outside of the glass, But so you have this drippy sticky mess now okay either way you're going to get a drippy sticky mess yes because we're dealing with chocolate sauce but what i did was to muddle your drink in a cocktail shaker and that's one thing i've learned if you're rimming a glass rim your glass first and then make assemble the old-fashioned in a cocktail shaker put some ice in your glass and then strain it all into from the cocktail shaker into the rocks glass So that your rim, whatever decorative ingredients you have on the rim of your glass aren't affected, aren't messed up with it. So that's how I did it. Uh, Stick with me. Congrats for sticking with me this long if you have. Um, I appreciate it. The ramblings today. Okay, so stick with me. And um, when we come back, we're going to do chocolate old fashioned. Oh my gosh, this is one of the best ones ever. I promise. Have you been enjoying Old Fashioned Fridays? Become a supporter. Your monthly contribution of $1, $5, or $10 a month helps to cover some of my costs and keeps things going around here. If you'd like to help out, all you have to do is go to oldfashionedfriday.com, click on listen, and click on support, and you can sign up right through Patreon. Thank you so much. All right. Chocolate Old Fashioned. Mmm. Mm -mm -mm. so delicious all right so this is what we're going to assemble a sugar cube cherry bitters I have a bottle of bitters from Door County Distillery that I'm using for my cherry bitters and they are excellent a dark chocolate liqueur I used Godiva Uh, your favorite bourbon some chocolate syrup for rimming the glass and some beautiful dark maraschino cherries for garnish Now one of these days, I'm going to get my sister on and we're going to, she made maraschino cherries from scratch and that's what I've been using lately, almost out of my big jar that she gave me. One of these days, I will have my sister on, we'll talk about making homemade maraschino cherries and all the different kinds of cocktail cherries that there are. But I would suggest using a, like Luxardo is a really good brand, Um, pricey, but worth it, definitely. Oh my gosh, here's an aside. So... Um, I've probably talked about this before. So these cherries are not, I mean, up here, it was like $20 for a bottle of Luxardo cherry for a jar, like $20 for a jar of Luxardo maraschino cherries. I mean, they're excellent. They're definitely worth it if you want to up your cocktail game, definitely. But boy, when I make a drink and I put uh, one of these really beautiful, expensive maraschino cherries in a drink, and then someone doesn't eat the fruit Oh, it like, it like twists a knife in my heart. Oh my gosh. Eat the fruit. Eat the fruit, please. If you're in my, well, you can do whatever you want. If you're in my home, eat the fruit. <laughs> um, Just another, just another pet peeve as long as I'm talking about them. Okay. So uh, this is what we're going to do. We're going to place, we're going to make this in a cocktail shaker okay so we're going to so we're going to drop a sugar cube in the cocktail shaker we're going to soften the sugar cube with two dashes of cherry bitters you could also use a little bit of maraschino cherry juice or a little bit of water if you need to uh, if the sugar cube needs a little help in dissolving so drop in the sugar cube a few dashes of cherry bitters and then you're going to muddle that down together you could add a couple cherries in here at this point too yeah, that's what I would do. I would take like one or two of the of the cocktail cherries and add them in and model them together at this point. Definitely do that, okay. So then we're gonna add an ounce of, of a dark chocolate liqueur. I used Godiva and then ounce and a half to two ounces of your favorite bourbon. Bourbons I love using these days are Maker's Mark or Knob Creek or 1792, my new favorite. Not my new favorite, the latest one that I've tried. I'll say that. They're all my favorite. So we're just gonna give that all a stir in the cocktail shaker. And then what you could do is take some chocolate sauce and put it in like a saucer, a very shallow saucer and do like a circle of chocolate sauce on the saucer and then take your rocks glass and invert it onto the saucer and kind of twist it a little bit so that you get some of the chocolate sauce onto the rim of the glass. It also might be interesting to do with like a hot fudge that you'd have to warm up a little bit in the microwave. And then you could put that on the, get that on the rim of the glass in the same way and then chill the glass. So that hardened a little bit on the glass. That might be good too. Either way, you definitely need a little chocolate on the brim of the glass. Mm -mm -mm. Okay, so you've got your prepared Rock's glass. So fill the prepared rocks glass with ice or one big beautiful ice cube. And then pour the contents of the cocktail shaker into the prepared rocks glass. And then you want to garnish that with some beautiful dark cocktail cherries. This is oh this drink is excellent. I would suggest, you know, as long as you're doing in a cocktail shaker, you could like times four it and then have a batch of these ready to go to serve to friends because this is one you're either going to want more than one or you're going to want to share it I promise so that is a chocolate old-fashioned a little bit unconventional but aren't we all right want a little more old-fashioned friday in your life head over to oldfashionedfriday.com and sign up to receive more recipes and more stories in my twice a month-ish newsletter That's OldFashionedFriday.com Okay, here's one last one. I actually wrote this one down because I wanted to remember it. The headline is, No Bake Truffles. And then the sub-headline says, Doesn't require an oven, either. What? This week's takeaway, do your own research. There's lots of people who claim to be experts out there, and we could be making stuff up as we go along. So, Be your very own fact checker. I will do my best that any information I give is correct and true. I'll do my best. I'm Leah, and this has been Old Fashioned Friday of the 2.6 million podcasts out there. I'm so glad you found this one. Happy Old Fashioned Friday. See you next time. Thanks for following along with this episode of Old Fashioned Friday. I'm Leah, and it would mean so much to me if you joined me next time. Until then, I want to toast to three simple things. Stories shared around the table, well-crafted cocktails, and friendships as strong as our whiskey.